Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey of the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. An interesting twist on today's episode. Dennis, you want to let, know, let people know what's happened? We mix up the format. I prep the questions and Riley hasn't read any of them. I haven't read any of them. I've seen, I see there's a couple, oh, there's a lot, oh geez, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I, Riley, I, big I show today. today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's quite a lot, Dennis. I'm looking forward to getting across this. I, I, I don't know how you deal. I'm actually kind of stressed about it. How do you deal with not reading the questions every week? Every, everything just comes straight off the top of the dome. The, fre- the, the freshest advice is always the best, Riley. The truest. The, yeah, the best advice is always the the advice that has never been... It isn't thought through properly. Exactly. Riley, do you want to po- yeah. point folks to the Discord where they can submit their own questions to this fine, fine established podcast? That's right. Uh, that's right. Bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord. There's not only a question submission area, there's also a discussion area that you can have a chat uh, with fellow, what are they called? Scryhards? Scryhards, yeah. And look, we no. got to, we're going to get to the point eventually where people post questions, other people answer them, and we just, you know, we've automated the system. We, yeah, we, we don't, we don't, we're, we're secondary to the whole thing. So that's what we're shooting for. If you want to come and help us there, one of my favorite things, Dennis, is that the Smart Discussion channel just doesn't get used because everyone does all the discussion in the submission. In the submission to questions channel, it's ve- yeah. It's very annoying. <laughs> Please don't do that. It's very annoying. Anyway, um, uh, let's just get into it, Dennis. Let's get straight into it. I, 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 why, don't, why don't you do the ad for Channel Fireball while I read something that isn't all the other questions on no, my no, 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 real quick. Uh, go to channelfireball.com. Please uh, buy the Strix 7 Collector Crate. We've got a ton of them. It's a really cool product. It's uh, back in stock. We, we oh, I didn't crates. add for this. Uh, the, the Collector Crate is... It's got a lot of stuff in it, man. Yeah, it's spicy. <laughs> it's got a lot of stuff. Uh, if, you like, if, you, if you don't have enough colorful magical cardboard in your life... And on top of that, I don't know what's the other stuff in there. It's like it's a box. It's a, it's a collector like, booster box. It's got promos. It's got a play mat. It's got all that good stuff. It's part of our like ultimate crate series. We did this a while back, and they went out of stock mm. for a while. And they're back, baby. They're back, baby. There's also like bundles for Modern Horizons two that are on sale. I saw that. I didn't add for them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's almost uh, any th- product on channelfarmer.com now. If you go there, there'll be a little video of Riley explaining it to you, <laughs> explaining what it is. Exactly right. Um, uh, there's like I, I don't know. With Modern Horizons two, there's so much different stuff. There's like are they doing collector boosts? Modern Horizons two. Well, here's the thing, Riley. If you head to channelfarmer.com and just search for it, you'll get a lovely Australian guy explaining exactly what all the different versions are to you. <laughs> exactly, it's incredible stuff. It's really, really good content. I'm having a hard time talking about this and also reading the questions, so I'm just going to give up on it, Dennis. I don't know how you do it. I have. I think you know how dolphins or is it sharks sleep? Basically the same thing. They're all fish. Um, sleep <laughs> wow. by <laughs> wow. They, they sleep by resting one half of their brain. At yeah, a time. I do that. Yeah. yeah, you you do that by spending half, half. You're doing half the brain on smart and half the brain on reading the questions. I really am do doing half the brain on smart, half the brain on playing the game of League of Legends. I'm in right now. But yes, how are you going? Are you pushing bot lane? No, I'm, I'm ganking mid, mate. <laughs> You're ganking mid? Oh, good. Excellent. All right. We'll keep us updated on how that goes. All right, Riley, I want to read the first. Okay, so yeah, headshot.com, please use code SMAR. Night. SMAR. Night. S-M-A-R. K-N-I-G-H-T. And uh, let's get on with the question. So right. this one comes it, from t- Test Subject 6, who mm-hmm. uh, thankfully managed to escape from the lab, and now asks, thanks for doing the podcast every week. Love the content. Thank you, Test Subject 6. I want to ask a magic slash life advice question. We all know magic can be a demanding hobby, or for mm-hmm. you guys, a demanding job and a hobby. Oh, jeez, isn't that isn't that the truth, Dennis? It sure is. But because you're both in, I've seen the next words <laughs> in the. Okay, uh, did you put them there? I've edited. In, I may have edited yeah. in a landmine into the question. De- Dennis has put little swear words throughout. <laughs> pop peppered in little swear words throughout the question. I saw that in the next line before I was. I was reading the. You like, got so really reading, close to tripping onto it. <laughs> 
because you're both in committed relationships, how does that play out with you and your significant others? I just skipped a significant proportion of very rude words that Dennis put in. I knew, I knew there was going to be stuff in there, man. I knew you were going to try yeah. to trip me up. Anyway. Are there specific things you do to support them in their interests and what ways do they support you in yours? I'm always looking for ways I can better connect with my wife and spend meaningful time together and would love to hear what you guys do. That's from Test Subject 6. Dennis, we both are in uh, long-term committed relationships. My, um, my long-term committed relationship was predicated on magic originally. That's And I was going to say the biggest difference between Nikki, your uh, fiance, and Megan, my, my jeef, is that Nikki... I think like, it's pronounced Jeff, really. Oh, Jeff, sorry. Uh, Nikki and you met basically, th- effectively through magic, right? Yeah, we met at a Cairns of Tarkir Pro Tour viewing party, which is yeah. now in a horrifically outdated sentence. Cairns of Tarkir. <laughs> like it's an ancient magic set, there's Boomer Magic. Uh, Pro, Pro Tour, Tour. What's what that? is that? Viewing party? For stay what? Home. Yeah, yeah, stay, stay home. home. <laughs> stay home. <laughs> Save lives. <laughs> Oh, that boy. whole sentence that demonstrates just how long ago it was. If any part of it's like when we, you know, in the in the future when we watch films, right, or, do, or even documentaries, like, okay, they're not wearing masks, so it's either 2019 or 2022. Yeah, yeah, you know. Anyway. Yeah, we met um, at a well, we had an account stuck here draft event. Basically, mm-hmm. um, we were both dating other people at the time, and you know, we ended up getting together a while after that. After we were mm-hmm. both no longer dating those same people. Um, and we play magic. We used to play magic together all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'd go to drafts. We'd go to GPs a lot back when they existed and things like that. But Megan Riley has effectively no interest in magic, right? Oh, I, like effectively none. Like she, she's played, she's played a couple of drafts and, uh, we played with intro decks together for a while. And then she had an account that she was, she had a little, like a gruel dinosaur deck and stuff. She knows how to play and she like doesn't hate the, she's not, she's not as averse to it. It just doesn't, it doesn't do much for her. So she, she only plays it very occasionally. So and like, does Megan have any hobbies that yeah because like magic is a bad example because I'm very into magic and so is Nikki yeah I can't think of any hobbies that I have that Nikki hasn't at least tried to like engage with well both of you like board games both of you like esports yeah um, both of you like your cat that's not really a hobby a hobby no it's not really a cat cat isn't really a hobby. how is your cat actually he, he, went, to, to he went to the vet on Monday yeah is he okay and uh, he got him up in the morning and put him in his carrier and he pissed all over himself Instant they defense like mechanism. It. They don't like it. Yeah, and then was very upset that he was covered in piss. Didn't really connect cause and effect there. But yeah, that's okay. I mean it's hard to blame him for the fact. Like it is his fault, kind of that that is the situation. But it's hard to blame him for that. Yeah, and went to the vet. And the vet was like, "Oh, your cat's got a big bump on him." And we were like, "We, we think he was like, I know that's why he's here." Yeah, and the vet was like, "Let me just drain that. Gross." Oh, ugh. and she was like, "Oh, all the fluid in here is clear. It's not like infected or anything." Yeah, and she's like, "Ah, it's probably fine." Nikki and I was like, "Nikki, I was like, Nikki, did you not give you any more information than that?" She was like, "No, the vet didn't seem concerned, so I wasn't concerned." And I was like, "Okay, I mean that's fair enough." If the, if the if the animal healthcare professionals like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, basically, it's fine, don't worry about it. We got him some some vet food, and he came home and licked piss off himself all day. So you know, was he productive. is he half camel? Did he have a little hump of water? Apparently, <laughs> that's where, you know that's where camels store their water in their humps. All, all sorts of animal facts for you today. Um. So the question is here, uh, how does magic play out with you and your significant other? Are there specific things you do to support them in their interests and what ways they support you and yours? Megan's very supportive of me and like my time, which is one thing that one a great strength of our relationship is that Megan has a lot of respect for my time in the sense that she's not she's not one of those you know, often like you you know, like, oh you're you're bloody playing your video games again, that sort of thing. Megan Megan never does that, which which is something I really appreciate. I mean also it's my job playing those damn video games. So right. like you know, probably in her interest to make sure that I do my job every week. We'll get into um, that in a subsequent question. Uh, but, um, I guess like, 
with me supporting her hobby, which is also her job, which is horses. Um, she's a she's an equestrian coach and uh, she's a riding coach, equestrian trainer. She trains horses, trains people how to ride horses. She's doing um, courses on like massage therapy for horses. Unfortunately, have you, have you ever ridden a horse? I've ridden a horse. Yeah. Do you like riding horses? I like riding horses about as about as much as Megan likes playing magic. Mm, okay. If you if I told so, you tomorrow, you know, genie curse, you can never ride a horse again. You'd be like, all right. I'd be like, oh no, stop, come back. Whereas, like, <laughs> you know, like I'll do it. I probably wouldn't do it without her. I wouldn't be like, oh, today I'm going to ride a horse. In the same way that Megan's like, oh, today I'm going to do a draft. You know, um, but, it's a little easier. Uh, for I mean, she could just open the app. You'd have to like venture out into a field and try break a horse, right? Yeah, which is, oh, Dennis, you don't break a horse. You back a horse. Is that true? That's well, breaking a horse is um, it, it's frowned upon by it's it's a terminology that's used ten, tends to be used by like oh basically it's a it's boomer it's, it's you know, boomer boom, ca- it's boomer it, cowboy talk it's boomer cowboy talk exactly that's that's boomer equestrian talk in the same way that someone's saying like damage on the stack right it's or damage, like you know. pro tour viewing party <laughs> exactly you don't say that anymore you don't say that you say you back a horse you don't break them um yeah I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be super interested in that but like I, I don't know I I. I listen to Megan's stories about like when she comes home and tells me about like a horse did this or a client did that or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I listen. I try to be supportive, and you know, I, I'm pretty good at pretending that I, I, I you know, it's going in. So, <laughs> oh god, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at, at putting on the. Uh, oh yeah, oh really? And that's. I mean, like, do you I'm think very- she feels the same way when you're like, oh my god? So they, I, I attacked with everything, and you'll never guess they had. I mean, we're, ma- we're kind of making a joke about this, but Megan and I have actually talked about this explicitly. You know. When I complain about like work or magic or whatever, or you know, say, oh, it's a tough stream, or I had a good time, she'll be like, oh, that's great, or oh, that's terrible, and like, you're not looking for a conversation. It's it. It's just like we just. It's just the bad beat story. You know, you just want someone to listen or someone to be there when you say it, so you're not saying it to a wall. Test subjects. So, I think that I think the main thing is making sure your relationship is equitable. That you're yes. putting in as much as you're getting out, and you're yep. taking care, and like you care about as much about the other person that care about your hobbies. Yep. Yeah, and even if it doesn't mean that much to you, and even if it doesn't mean that much to your wife, the fact that you know you're playing magic, do that sort of stuff. As long as the two of you are being supportive of it, and like excited for your victories and 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 commiserating your 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 try your your defeats, like then that's that's all that that's all that really matters. Um, how like hmm, it, I would like, also say don't force it. That's like, a great point. Megan's tried it. That's it. Mm. She didn't love it. Let it go. No. It is. It is a magic is always available for Megan to play with me if she if 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 she wants. In the same way that like if she's like let's go and ride a horse this weekend, I'd be like okay, you know, sure, you know. But I'm I'm not being there like hey can I ride a horse? Well, maybe I should be. I don't know. Maybe that would be better. Maybe that would tra- strengthen our relationship. I was more pushing that. It's just that I'm pretty, I'm pretty ambivalent about it. Like I don't mind doing it. It's fun, but it's also, it, it definitely doesn't do the same thing for me that it does for her. But like I don't know. Her happiness matters to me, so you know I I'm supportive of her. I mean, she had a terrible injury. She fell off a horse this time, like August last year, right? And I think a lot of people after that would be like, all right, well, I'm not going to get back on the thing that, you know, split my arm in two and broke 10 of my ribs or whatever. But I knew- But Megan, pardon the pun, was keen to get back on the horse, yeah. She was. She she wanted to get back in the saddle in both a figurative and a literal sense, Dennis. And I knew that it would be not only very- I don't know if selfish is the right word for me to stand in the way of that, but like also just not very simp- empathetic. I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. Like I knew that it would be pointless as well for me to try to resist, like try to urge yeah. her not to get back on the horse. And also probably would have been 
bad. I don't know. It's tough because like it is just an inherently dangerous thing to do, but the, like it just gives her life purpose and meaning. Like there's nothing. And she said to me, "There's nothing else that matters to her as much as that." So like I don't want to be. Like I'd prefer that she didn't break another arm, but I'd also prefer that she went miserable for the rest of her life. So when she's like, "I'm going to ride horses," I'm like, "Of course you are. Like of course you. Are. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to dissuade right. you from that." And so supportive, the- being supportive is is huge. Mm-hmm. The injuries you can get playing video games are pretty limited by comparison. Yes, yeah, exactly. So it's not as it's not as if uh, that that's not a very level playing field there. So I don't know. Test subject six. You like you say you're looking for uh, ways you can better connect with your wife and spend meaningful time together. So like if you know, I think you have an open door to her coming and playing magic with you. But as Dennis says, don't force it. Don't make it a thing that you like. You could express your interest in her trying it, and then you know she'll hopefully give it a go. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't do a lot for her, then you're only going to damage your relationship in the long term by kind of trying to force it down her throat and whatever her hobbies are as well. I think it's important sometimes when you're trying to figure out a way to spend more time with your significant other to rather than you bring a lot of baggage when it's like, hey, try my thing that's magic or hey, try my thing that's horses. Yeah, yeah. And you risk being overbearing or condescending, all that stuff. Too into try, it, yeah. Try new stuff together. Do a samba class, you know, go to like a paint night or whatever. Try mm. stuff that is weird and, and interesting for both of you. And sometimes yeah. it'll hit for one of you. Sometimes it'll hit for the other. Sometimes it'll hit for both. And honestly, if you both hate it, that's kind of fine too. Because you're doing it together and it'll be yeah. a good story. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you're looking for stuff that might be a little more like, because obviously, I don't know if like, you know, classes and that sort of stuff are running. Mm. Uh, climb a mountain. Go up a hill. Go to a, find find somewhere nearby that you you know you never go and do touristy stuff in your own city, right? Yeah, go geocaching or whatever. Go just go and especially at a time where you know they say variety is the spice of life. We haven't been able to travel. We haven't been able to do a whole lot of stuff. Right? Like just Megan and I went to a mountain. What is an hour away from where we live and climbed up the top of it. Megan hadn't done it since she was a kid. I'd never done it before. I'd never been up this hill, and it was just a nice way to spend a day doing something together. Mm-hmm. So you know. If you're looking for ways, as Dennis says, you're looking for ways to, as you say, better connect and, and and spend meaningful time with your wife, like just doing stuff that is a little bit... Because you'll remember that day. I don't remember the, the infinite days that Megan and I spent at home, you know, with me streaming magic and her painting or whatever. Like they're just those days all blur into one. But mm-hmm. the day that we climbed up Ben I remember that. You know, I remember that. So that's... That, that's that's where I'd land with that. We got a PS as well from Test Subject 6. Because mm. you were wondering last week, Test Subjects 1 to 5 are my five older brothers. We nice. have a big family. I'm not sure who Test Subject 0 might be, though, and was rather alarmed that that was a possibility. Any information you have of them would be helpful. Presumably it's his father. Right. The, the Test Subject from whence all other... Yeah, the parents, right? Um, actually, subject. his father is called... He's a Test Subject's monster. Test Subject 0 is his father. Very good. Very good. Yes, excellent. But wasn't Test Subject the monster all along, having mm. created the... I hate that conversation. There was some Onion article that got tweeted about something to do with Frankenstein. And I before clicking, I was like, all the comments are going to be, oh, actually, Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. And then they will have replies to them saying, well, isn't uh, Frankenstein the doctor, the monster also for creating a monster and playing God? It is the most played out and predictable conversation in the history There's of There's two time. things, uh, and I only learned this because it was on an episode of Dungeons and Daddies recently. Yeah. Great podcast would recommend. Stop listening to this trash. Did you part. know that wood glue actually dries harder than the wood <laughs> that gets glued together? Measure once, cut twice, really. Yeah. No, measure twice, cut once. Out, that's 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 boomer talk. Yeah. Measure <laughs> once, cut twice. Measure once, cut twice. Exactly. Um, but they were talking about how, first of all, 
nowhere in the yeah. book does it say that Frankenstein is a doctor. And second of all, they don't call Frankenstein's monster a monster. They just call it the creature. They don't even the call creature, it Frankenstein. Yeah. No, I, I did know the second one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that Dr. Frankenstein wasn't actually a doctor. According to Will Campos. So take it up with him if I'm wrong. I mean, Will Campos. I, I got a lot of time for Will Campos. Yeah. Man, I should listen to Dungeons and Daddies again. I fell off it for a while. I got back into it. And yeah, dude, I, Jimmy, I, Jimmy's on it a lot in the later episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, for like a six-episode cool. run. Yeah, so, um, so far, anyway. uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy Wong's brother, um, whose name I've forgotten out of Freddy. nowhere. <laughs> I was going to say I could remember his character. <laughs> Glenn. Yeah, Glenn Close is <laughs> no, Glenn Close is, the, uh, is the, the rock and roll cool dad. Yeah. Um, but I was like, hang on, what is the guy? Yeah, Freddie. Freddie Wong's brother. Uh, Freddie Wong is the brother of Jimmy Wong. And Freddie does a lot. Of, he does all the editing and stuff, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, it's a very good podcast. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's probably, probably better than this one. Close. Ah, close. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Anyway. <laughs> uh, our next question comes to us. Am I reading all of these? Yeah, punch it. Okay. The next question comes to us from Keitsa. Keitsa, a, a fan of the a fan of the of my stream, is a, a, a regular on the stream. My opponent cast tainted pact with a Thassus Oracle trigger on the stack. I turn to my second one to watch Riley's stream. Thank you very much, Kieran. Uh, for the next however long it takes them to com- combo off. And when I turn back a few minutes later, I'm met with the victory screen and I don't know whether my opponent built their deck poorly, misclicked or conceded out of a mixture of boredom and frustration. Am I the asshole? No, it's a freebie. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is fantastic. So Tainted Pact, as everyone knows, is obviously the big bad of historic at the moment. There was a recent article posted on Channel Fireball, a coupon code night when signing up for Pro, um, posted by Luis Scott Vargas on how to beat Pact. It's that bad. Like, it was 50% of the field uh, this league weekend, right? It's, it's, well, it's by the time this deck. episode comes out, I think it will have been banned. <laughs> Probably, right? But it, it led to really weird situations where, like, your opponent, if they play correctly, would play Thassus Oracle, put the trigger on the stack, play um, Tainted Pact, and then they could just time out and would win because that's the way the Tainted Pact is programmed. So... Kieran's absolutely in the clear here. You owe nothing to your opponent in this mm-hmm. situation, right? Like, the opponent also isn't really in the wrong for just doing things, quote-unquote, correctly with the way that the, co- the card is programmed. You know, I blame, I blame Arena. Like, the, the card is... The card is just a, an absolute Mess, dog's breakfast no. from beginning from beginning to end. It's 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 terribly well, coded. Right. Why bother co- fixing the code when you can just ban the card? <laughs> exactly. Well, this is the thing. This is why they need to ban it because then all you know all the all the arena tells you like, oh, thank goodness we don't have to fix the card. It's just gone now. You know, mm-hmm. it's relegated to historic brawl or whatever. But so, Kieran, I don't think you're the asshole for having done this. We we can clear Kieran on this charge, right? I think so. Okay, unanimous verdict, not guilty. However, Kieran. What's this? What's this nonsense about second monitor Riley stream? You don't, I didn't. You, you want to be on monitor prime? I I don't stream for hours and hours a week for your <laughs> modification, your edification, Kieran, to be put on your second monitor. Thank you very well, much. Here's the question, Riley. And how do those second monitor reviews show up? I listen. It's not the money. It's not the view time. It's it's the principle of the thing. Wow. I don't even like the fact that you're off playing games of magic. Is not the magic I'm playing. Is that not enough for you? Does that not sate your appetite for entertainment? Are you not entertained, Kieran? How dare you, mate? How dare you? (laughs) All right. Well, we came full circle on that one. Riley's the asshole. We can unbelievable. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Well, all right. Do I, am I? It's weird that I'm reading all the questions. Do you want to do this? No, one? no, you're good. Go ahead. I just, I'm expecting to trip on a landmine halfway through here and get cancelled because you put all, <laughs> I don't know, all sorts of bloody swear words in here. You're good. You're good. <sighs> Choingler. 
Choingler asks. What a great name, Choingler. That's a very fun Premium word to say. Name, yeah. Choingler. Choingler has a question. I have a life advice question tied to magic. With the announcement of high-level comp play, HLCP. Is that, is that an acronym thing? that people use? All right. High-level competitive play last week. A lot of discussion about content creators online has been about how cutting high-level competitive play was probably the right move for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. It's. It, it, I was surprised that there was less outrage and more like resignation. Like, yep, it had to go. Uh, I loved high level competitive play, and a big reason why I play Magic is the dream of having. Okay, not gonna. No, you nearly got me there. Uh, of leaving my current job and becoming a pro. How do you deal with the grief of losing a dream or aspiration that you care about? And what do you consider when it comes to sticking with or moving away from something that loses an aspect you love? So the reason Riley, la- I laughed as well there is because I hit a landmine in your question, and he dodged yes. it. I did dodge I, I sidestepped the landmine. Yeah, you, very close. Chungla, um, this... Uh, Riley, you have more exposure to this side of the game than I do. Mm. I'm, uh, are, you, are you allowed to talk about this in a disparaging way? Based on what Wizards has said. Okay. Chungla, based on what Wizards has said explicitly on their Twitter on, with the announcements they've made. The dream of becoming a Magic Pro is over. Mm -hmm. And while some people are being very hyperbolic, as our Pro Magic is dead, competitive Magic, blah, 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 blah. Wizards has said that they do not anticipate, they they do not advise people to consider being a Magic Pro as a sustainable career path anymore. Mm -hmm. Rightly or wrongly, right? Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not here to say. But... That is true. Everything you said so far is just truth. Wizards has tweeted explicitly saying that uh, uh, this is. I'm right on this, right? Back uh, me yes, up on this yes. one. They have tweeted saying something like they don't anticipate that. I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like being a professional magic player is not going to be. Not, it's not. It's not a job anymore. It's not a job anymore, right? Now, for the record, it didn't at, used to be a job really pre-MPL either. No, but even even in and of itself. Being a pro magic player was never enough. Like, if you were a platinum pro, that was worth lot, what, like between eighteen and thirty thousand dollars a year, or something like that, yeah, depending I on your experience. I think it was even fees. less. And a lot of a lot of that was um, travel stipends and stuff. Yeah, you um, you basically had to be a content creator, have a have a a, a, a contract writing article with, with like Chafarbal, for example. Exactly, and you know, as someone who's been heavily enfranchised and uh, deeply entrenched and enfranchised with this with this area for a very long time. I ugh, I don't really like saying this, but I don't know that it is a necessarily a bad thing that people are being funneled towards this as a um as a as a potential career. It's not a very lucrative one. Mm-hmm. It's not one that is going to make you a lot of money. It is definitely one that you do for the love of the game. Like yeah, you you can be PV and win a half a million dollars over your entire career, but. Half a million dollars over your entire career for being the best in the world at something is not a lot of money. Over ten years, yeah, is it's not a lot of money, right? Um, Now, obviously, you know, PV's made a lot more than that, but again, we're talking about the one of the people who is in the conversation for one of the best players of all time, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, this is a bad example if you Chongler are just wanting to turn into someone like I don't know, Carlos Ramal, right? Like a pro tour regular who who can hold their own at the top level without ever being one. Like Carlos is. One of the game's very best players, but he's not old. Like he'd be a good, or Mike Sigris, for example, a yeah. good, a rock solid player, right? Who isn't in the top five, like isn't a Nassif or a, or a or a Scott Vargas or something like that, yeah. right? Even if you get to that level, you're not at a career where it's like all of a sudden you know you're rolling around a Benz with you know Versace shoes on. Do they make shoes? 
probably. Um, Versace. <laughs> how do you deal with the grief of losing a dream or aspiration that you care about? This this is harder. They've taken out the aspirational part of... of they the have and they tour. haven't. I mean, we don't know what okay. Organized is going to look like next year. That's fine. Yeah. But you can still try win a pro tour or equivalent. A set championship. A set championship or worlds or yeah. any of that stuff like that there will always be that kind and then they've said that next year there will there will be there will be replacements for those kind of tournaments and there will likely be magic fests or grand prix equivalents as well yeah you have to pivot your goals that's all and your goal right. can't be i want to be in the platinum club because yeah. that has existed for a long time it can't be i want to be in the npl because that's not going to exist next year i think the the big thing is it can't be leaving your current job and becoming a pro no it can be become one of the best players, become you know the sort of person who who is talked about raising the trophy. You know, you'll be burning vacation days at work to go to the set championships, and and I think that is just the reality of the situation. And that's not just for you; that's everyone. Yeah, now. yeah. You know, that's for Mike Sigrist. That's for Carlos Romeo. That's for Paolo. You know, I've had to change my already. Like when this in the wake of this announcement, I've had to change my focus. Mm-hmm. I'm not guaranteed coverage events. I mean, I didn't really take coverage events for for granted beforehand, but at least. You were guaranteed I knew they, they existed. Were going to be, they existed enough that I was probably going to get at least some of them, you would have thought, yeah. right? In, 20, in 2018, I did, I think, 22 coverage events, yeah. right? All around the world. In 2020, I did zero around the world, obviously. Mm-hmm. But in 2021, 2022, I'm not expecting that number to go, to raise by that much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I've done a couple here from my bedroom, but that's that's all well and good. But, you know, I've had to significantly shift my... Not even my priorities, just the reality that I live in because of because as someone who again is 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 sort of entrenched in the system and now, you know, I, I have to lean more heavily on my content, on my stream, on that sort of stuff, because I don't think the the pro magic thing is going to be able to sustain me financially as it did before, you know? Mm-hmm. So But let, let's let's address the question. How do you deal with the grief of losing a dream or aspiration you care about? And what do you consider when it comes to sticking with or moving away from something to lose an aspect you love? I don't think it's that binary, is it, Dennis? No. You can it's adjust. A, you can adjust. You can you can try and make mythic. You can try win the arena open. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It, you're right though. It's it, it's an identity problem. You, like they they wanted to change from being, you know, Chongler the accountant into mm-hmm. being Chongler the magic pro. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. can't. I don't think you can tie it to your identity as much anymore. Uh, and and that's not your fault. No, that's just that's the, not, that's, you didn't do anything wrong. No, that's the thing. It's and you can't look at this. It's like you know, oh, I failed. You didn't. The the goalposts moved, mate. Mm-hmm. Like you can't look at this and be like, oh, I, I I failed in my ambition to become a pro magic player. It's like well, now that's that's like saying I want to be a I don't know uh, someone who builds those dumb stone walls around mm. England. Like that job just doesn't exist anymore. You just can't do that. No one's doing that. No, no one in their right no mind. No one's doing dry stone walls these days. You know what I mean? In, in all seriousness, though, that's like saying, oh, I want to be a Fletcher. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, it's not the it's not the hundred years war mate anymore. You know, fletching isn't the, the, the thing that it used to be. So I don't know. Sorry, I guess I'm like, I, I mean, this. like I'm someone who's been affected by this as well. This has sucked for a lot of people in, in a lot of places. But like what, what interested me, Dennis, is that there wasn't a lot of outrage. You know, Chongla kind of touches upon this. There wasn't a lot of, oh, how could they? Everyone was like, yep, NPL had to go. Because this is probably good news for 99.9% of players. I think it probably is good news for Magic as well. The last couple of years have been turbulent. To 
Well, very carefully chosen word from Riley Knight there. I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me, man. I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. You know, I mean, you've got to take all of my advice through the lens of someone who is, you know, again, deep, actual paid Watsy shill, actual paid Watsy shill. Like, um, I'm never going to be too critical of of this sort of stuff publicly. But like, my honest, my honest opinion, without really filtering it too much, is that. I think there is, it doesn't feel like it right now, but I think there is more upside than downside to this announcement. Um, I think that it was, uh, Watsi has has had some myopia with this sort of stuff previously, and this actually shows a a decent amount of, I don't know, one of the bits, one of the things that criticism that kind of annoyed me a little bit is people like, oh, you know, they should have presented with, with a clear plan. Why? So they change it in a year's time when it actually gets put into place? No. Um- I'm glad that... I mean, no, it is it is rough to say this is going away. Something will take its place. We'll tell you what it is. That's rough. I, I think it's better than them saying, here's what it's going to replace. And then in one year's time, they change it again like they've done so many times. That's not better, though. They, they should, they, the, 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 the expectation is not that. The expectation is that they've worked it out over the last four months and they stick they, to it. But they haven't. Right, I know they and haven't. In this, <laughs> but, but, the, but what I'm saying here is it is better for them to come out, pull the plug, give people 18 months notice, right, that the MPL is over, rather than do it three months before it's over, right, and then say, here's our new plan. If they know they need a year to make this plan, I think this is better. Sure, okay. It's not ideal, certainly. Like, the perfect situation of the event, here's the new plan. But, like, the last thing we need is more confusing flowcharts that are going to result in a tournament structure that no one understands... Right, that one went off the rails. Choingler, just I guess you've just got to you've got to refocus your frame of reference <laughs> there a little bit, mate, and recognise that you know the dream of quitting your job to becoming a magic pro. That's it's it's just probably not going to happen. Let it go, man. man. I'm, I'm, Let it go. Well, I'm, the I'm, company I'm, that would be assigning your paycheck said it's not going to happen. So, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Find again, find as as Dennis said, find different metrics for success in magic. I'm sorry that we have to say that to you, but that is just kind of how it is. Hey, rough. All right. Anyway. Okay, our next question here that I should have tried to read while I was talking about that other one, but I didn't. It comes to us from Kinjio. It says, Hello, Smart. I'm a teenage student who enjoys drafting and playing EDH with a small group of friends who have been playing with since middle school. Recently, however, it has been... I saw you write that. I saw you put that in just now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw you put that in, man. I'm putting in, like, juvenile naughty words. Like, Dennis, just, he's just written penis halfway through. <laughs> one of the questions. Right? Like, I, I saw you put that in, dude. So I'm a teenage student who enjoys playing and drafting EDH with a small group of friends uh, and I've been playing since with them since middle school. Recently, however, it's been difficult to meet up to play EDH online or in person, outdoors and masks, because we have finals coming up and a lot of us uh, are being competitive athletes. Wow. That's really nice. How should I go about organizing times to play when all of our schedules are very complicated and hard to organize? I've tried to set up a weekly meetup, but games and tournaments make it difficult to get everyone together. Oh, my goodness me. Riley, me and my friends are just so successful and accomplished. It's just hard to find the time and to play so your silly card busy. games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got some good news. Once you finish all of your finals and that sort of stuff, summer. Hot baby. magic summer, baby. You got all the time in the world. Nothing will ever come close to the summer that I... So, I got, I got viciously and brutally dumped by my first girlfriend on the day that high school results came out, right? Mm-hmm. So, the day after all the stress and the anxiety and everything else like that, she tore my heart out and tore it into shreds, ripped into shreds, sta- put on the ground, stomped on it, right? But it also meant that I had no responsibilities whatsoever for the entire summer and I have never played more Dungeons & Dragons. I still look <laughs> back on that. No, but that's all we did, man. 
that's all we did. Our group, we didn't have schoolwork. Most of us didn't have jobs. Like we were 18. We were young, dumb, and full of D20s. D20s. <laughs> exactly. And I don't. Something I don't think you appreciate when you're in school and then in college is that once you're an adult, yeah, you stop having summers off. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You don't get like the th- the two to three months. I mean, you break do, you do if you had your old cushy deal, mate. Do I? Being a school teacher. Ah, uh, yes. I was going to say, I don't think I've taken a week off since like May 2017, but sure. Uh, yeah, become a school teacher. Then you get, then you get, uh, you get summers off. Yep. The school yep, teachers always say, oh, actually, well, we have to go to like seminars and do a bunch of lesson plans and stuff. Is that a lie, Riley? You just have summers uh, off? It's not quite, during, usually you get the summer. So basically, whatever the kids get off, right? Mm-hmm. So if they get two weeks off, usually we get a week off, right? So if the kids get six weeks off, usually we get like five, maybe four. I used to get, so, dude, I used to get three months off. Oh, I don't summer. know how it works. Did you get, do you have terms or trimesters? We had terms. Like four terms a year? Yeah. No, two. You didn't, you, maybe two. You didn't get three months off. I, we definitely finished in June and I did not go back to the first September. Yeah, you finished at the end of June. Mm-mm. Hang on, I'm looking this up. Yeah, look up the Irish school times because it's, it's it's probably not as long as you remember. Uh, I'm talking about when I was in primary school. Um, yeah. Cause usually, usually it'll finish like June 24, 27. And you'll you'll be back in September, yeah. Usually it's two months. That's still so long, man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it teaches you like six weeks. Um, but uh, yes, it is. It's very frustrating. Like as a but here's the other thing about teaching. You don't being a teacher. You don't get annual leave. Yeah, I mean, why would you? You don't get paid vacation days, right? You have to take all of your annual leave at certain times throughout the year. You get sick days and stuff, sure, but like you don't get. You can't be like, oh, I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna go on a holiday. At this time, like, no, no, you don't get, you can't take annual leave at any other point. So, school terms are not fixed in Ireland. There's no, like, federal thing for it. Well, you're not a federation, so that or makes whatever. Sense. There's no, like, statewide. Yeah. Um, general, the government citizen information says generally schools are not open after the Friday before the June bank holiday, which is the first Monday in June. So, and then so they do get three months off. And then they do not return until the schools generally return the week in which September the 1st falls. So, wow. Well, in Four, Australia, that's not the case. Three months, man. And like when you're a kid, that is just, yeah. you're like, I might oh, be dead in time. three months time. Who knows? Yeah, that's forever. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so when I taught in Germany, usually term finished around the, between the uh, 20-somethingth of June mm-hmm. and you'd come back first week of September. But in Australia, it was basically the last week before Christmas. And then you're back on the 1st of Feb. So you got all of January and, oh, sorry, you got, yeah, all of January and then, no, wait. What? December? All of January. Must be the end of February then. I can't remember now. Around six weeks was my, is my recollection. I can't remember. Anyway. Dude, I remember the three months, like you said, young, dumb, and full of Yu-Gi-Oh cards in my, in my, yeah, in my case. That's it. That's it, man. Oh, sidebar. Go on. Uh, I was at a friend's place quite recently. Uh, we were all vaccinated. Don't worry about it. Before people get jumped on my throat on Twitter. It's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... And we hung out and we got drunk. We played some Resident Evil 8. But you know what else we did, Riley? What did you do? Watch some season one of Yu-Gi-Oh, baby. Because that's what we used to watch when we were kids. Yeah. Hello, Game Shop. That's great. <laughs> holds up. Holds up. What, 2 a.m. Let me tell you. And yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's, uh, it's quality content. Um, so, Kinjio. My advice to you here, my friend, don't swim against the tide. You have oceans of time ahead of you. And... 
if you're if everyone's really busy because of like finals coming up, competitive athletes, like if you've got all this sort of stuff, dude, you got a hot summer magic coming. Don't worry about hot it. Hot magic like, summer. Hot planeswalker summer. I'd like I wouldn't try to force it through a situation when everyone's stressed out with exams and like whatever it is that athletes do. What do athletes do? Track meets? Is that a thing? Not the vegetarian, probably not, but like generally speaking, yeah. Pro- yeah, something like that. Track, track soy, maybe. <laughs> track soy. Track quinoa. Track quinoa. Um, so I, I would just put it off a little bit because you swing against the tide, man. Like people aren't going to want to come play Magic when they've got a. It's the same a- thing in the relationship question. You can't force somebody to play Magic if they don't want to. It'll just ruin yeah, it for them. And so, like, I think like it, it, other people have, and and it, it, they're not like it's tough because you look at a situation like this and you're like oh this isn't as important i'm not a priority like you know remember the good old day like i wish i I could play D D with andrew and adrian and everyone else well not 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 everyone else but most of them james <laughs> you know. um Alrighty, this is the time to dox you always dox on this podcast who are we doxing they know who they are, they know who they are. <laughs> anyway um i wish i could go back to that summer you know i wish i could go back to that summer but the fact of the matter is, like, there are people have other priorities, right? And at this point, you've got people who have their exams and, you know, their track meets as, as priorities. And that's not a reflection on you or your place in their life or the fact that, like, you can play DH whenever, man. You only get... They're called finals. They're not called do them against. I mean, I guess you, you do. Can you do, can, you can do, do them again. <laughs> it's, but you can always play DH, man. I'm 33. 33? I'm 32. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I just turned 32. I'm 32. But I'm already like, oh, plus one. So, 33? No, 32. I just turned 32. I'm still playing EDH. Don't worry about it, man. You got years. You got years and years playing EDH. Were you nervous? You you, you how big now. a deal were your high school exams But before your girlfriend broke your heart? How big a deal were those exams? I mean, everyone, all the people at school, like our teachers, everyone was talking about how these exams are the most important things you'll ever do in your entire life. Nonsense. But they're not unimportant it's like the hunger games over here man really what do you mean the exams here are so unfortunately incredibly important oh really (laughs) so how do you apply i think we talked about this before how do you apply for college in australia so uh, you you put down a a list of preferences is education free in australia uh no okay effectively like you don't you, you so what happens is you put down a list of preferences and then you'll either be offered a what's called a commonwealth supported place where the government will pay your um uh pay your university fees and then you have to pay them back mm-hmm. right so basically an interest free student loan although i think they charge interest on them now um uh for context when i left university my commonwealth debt was 10 grand i think okay for two degrees yeah um so it's not free in australia but it, it it's it's not it's not America. Hundreds of it's not America. It's not America, right? Yeah. Uh, so you put down a, a list of preferences, and then based on your exam results, uh, you they will go down the list of preferences until someone accepts you, right? That so, is almost the exact same system we have here. Yeah, yeah, sure. But the the exams are important in that. Well, it depends, right? Like I ended up doing an arts degree. Yeah, so that's that's so your exams are very important in that they decide where you where you go and what you do in college. 
The trick is that doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's the no, real trick. That's the thing. Like at the end of at the end of the day, it wouldn't matter if I'd got my arts degree at Melbourne University, which is arguably the best university in the nation, or Latrobe, or Deakin, or I have a med- I have a medical Catholic degree. University. I have a degree in radiology from the best co- the best college in this country that I never use. Yeah, yeah. So, but then again, you know, if you wanted to study medicine, then your exams matter a lot. Yeah, right? and then a you lot. ditch it. And go do work for John Marble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so exams matter. They can matter, but they don't matter as much as... I mean, look, I I was playing bloody video games the night before my last exam. I was just like, I'm done. I'm done revising. I don't care. I've given my best for four of them. This one, this one's a freebie. And yeah, I didn't get a good result on that one. <laughs> I was too busy playing on my Xbox. You only had four instead. exams? Five exams? Uh, five. Five exams. God, I, had a, I had like 12. No, five. And then five. You do five subjects. No, you do. Yeah. We do seven yeah. subjects, and many of them are split into two exams. No, English and maths. Well, we we have we have exams like throughout the year and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but no, I mean, I I got offered. Here's here's just again shows you how much this doesn't matter. I got offered a position at law school, and didn't take it. How different would your life be? I didn't want to do law. I just like so basically, if you're a science kid. You put down medicine. Yep, that's what I did your, as your top thing. Like you just, you just, just in case. That's that's the 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 hail mary. Just in case you get into medicine, right? And they only take the the tiniest upper percentage of the people who actually get into medicine, right? They take a tiny, tiny percent. But if you're a humanities kid like me, you just put law. I had, I had, right? I had both. I would have, if, but the way they were stacked on my thing, I actually would have gotten into law as well if I had mm. wanted to put it higher. Right. So I put law as my first preference. Um, I didn't get into Melbourne Law School. Because that didn't didn't exist anymore, they moved mm. law to just a purely postgraduate thing. Uh, that, was that the? I think that was the year that I went. Anyway, I got a, I got offered a position at Monash Law School, right? And I didn't take it. And my parents were baffled but supportive. Uh, people at school like there was why do you want to be a lawyer? I, like, I didn't I didn't want to be a lawyer. Like I put it down I put it down as a preference because I thought I should. I felt like I had to, but I didn't. Um, I didn't want to be a lawyer, and I'm glad I didn't do the thing. There's not. I mean, you know, obviously, law isn't necessary, but like, I didn't want to be a lawyer. So, all the exam results that I fought so hard for, or whatever else, I ended up getting a result that was a lot more than I needed to get into arts at Melbourne. You know, well, now it, it sounds like you could have spent even more time playing EDH during finals week. <laughs> I wasted time. I really could have. I wasted all that time studying when I could have been mucking around instead. Anyway. I don't know if we've answered this question. This has been a real long one. But, um, Kinjo, listen, man, you've got a lot of time. You're a teenager. You have oceans of time. And I'm not going to be one of those old people who is like, oh, these the are the best years waste- of your life. The youth is wasted on the young. You don't know how good you've got it because you've got your own unique set of challenges and struggles. And oh, yeah. Sort of stuff as much as, as like, I, always, I was always baffled by the fact that, you know, provided you live in like a Western world and Western world and have an upbringing relatively similar to mine and Riley's, you're born, you go to school. You're born, you go to preschool, whatever you hang out. You get turn five, you go to school until you're 12. Mm. Then you go to high school until you're 18. Then you go to college, yep. usually until you're 22. Da, 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 da. And, and that is all built around, like we talked about this, in my case, September to June timeline. And mm. all these exams and stuff. And then, so it goes primary school, secondary school, college, and rest of your life. Yep. It's really weird that the, that's, like, that's if, if you consider that the tutorial for living your life, mm. then it mm. is just the last chunk is, you know, 55 years or whatever for most people yeah that's wild that's the main that's the main game yeah 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 so if you're if you're worried about like this period now before the summer starts trying to scrap together edh games and stuff just uh, to put on the back burner let people finish their exams and then you're going to have a summer to do 
whatever you want, whatever you want, man, and enjoy it because those are, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that youth is waste on the young because it's not, right? But I just want to give you a heads up, right, that the summer of 2021 will live a long time in your memory, right? A long time. Mm. Just in the summer of 2020, uh, 2007, 2008 lives, has lived a long time in mine. Glorious days. Miserable days. Overwhelming days. I can't believe, you know, Jonathan kissed Susan at that party and I didn't even go. Or I can't believe that the guys wanted to go do this thing and didn't invite me and stuff. Or I can't believe that, you know, mm. Derek's being such a dick. All these things that matter so much, they still matter. Mm. I, people say like, oh, you, you'll bat an eyelid and you won't think much of them in 10 years time. I still remember. <laughs> Yeah, you still remember getting this. So, I like you know, I don't want to be a typical old fart who's saying this, that, the other thing. But I just, I do want to assure you from an objective perspective, you have more time than you think, and I wouldn't worry about squeezing games of EDH between finals because they're not going to be fun. People are going to be stressed. They're going to want to be doing other stuff. Come June, July, whenever the exams are over, baby, you have infinite time in front of you. I don't think there's anything in my adult life that I've been stressed as stressed about as I was about my final year exams. Yeah, reasonable. Oh, and here's the other thing. When you go to university, it's a joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's an absolute joke. Like, depending what degree you're doing, if you're doing a real degree, like, I don't know, physiotherapy or medicine or something, sure, maybe it's going to be tough. I mean, not maybe, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really hard. But, like, if you do a joke degree like me, like history and politics, oh, mate, don't worry about don't worry about finding games of EDH. You can play EDH at the back of the le- lecture hall. It's not going to make a difference to your outcome. Mm-hmm. Universities, largely speaking, tertiary education, in my experience, largely speaking, is just a joke. It's just an absolute joke. Anyway. I think we're done, right? Oh, I think that's it. I managed to avoid all of the pitfalls and, and, and traps that you laid for me there, Dennis. I'm very proud of myself. All of the little buddy. I think I no, caught you I with know. like I thought I caught with one syllable. I think you almost said penis. You hit you got to the word penis. Yeah. Before you back, backed backed off the ledge. I, the, the worst one was in Test Subject Six. I'm not even gonna say what it is. Um <laughs> but I saw that a line away. I think it was too obvious. Yeah. Do you know the word that uh, the word that really got me, Dennis? Are you highlighting it now? The word that really got me was the word "suck." That wasn't that. That was that immediately. That immediately set off alarm bells. I'm like, well, I'm not going. I'm not going any further than that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna revisit this sentence after saying that. Oh dear. Anyway, quick Charizard me, River Dennis. What's been going on? Uh, I've almost finished Resident Evil Eight. You finished it, of course. We can't, we can't talk about it because you haven't finished. I haven't it, right? finished it. I haven't finished it. I'm yeah. very close. Yeah, I'm very close. I'll be done by next week for sure. I think. Okay, well, we'll do a full we'll full, do a full debrief of it. So. Well, right. How was your fifteen hour stream? <laughs> yeah, I did a fourteen hour stream for my birthday. It was long. Um, it was fine for a while, and then it wasn't, and then it was again, and then it really wasn't at the end. In the last um, twenty so, minutes, you were like, "Okay, guys." <laughs> yeah, I don't just keep keep the wallets in the pocket. So yeah, what happened was I did like a subathon. So every sub I got, I streamed for an extra minute. Bad conversion rate for the it. audience, honestly. And so I didn't think we were going to get there. I didn't think I was like, people like, oh, you know, it's going to be 12 hours because I put a cap on 12 hours, right? I'm like, you're not going to do 12 hours. I, like, I thought I'd get like eight or something. Anyway, nope, cruise through to 12 hours. But in the 10th hour, Dennis was like, hey, what would it take? What would it take to get the cap? Oh, God, I forgot. I have some work to do. I was do. wondering about this. Dennis is going to go and do something right now because you'll find out. I, I nego- Now, generally, I'm very bad at negotiating with Dennis. Dennis is, a very, Dennis is a very good negotiator, right? He's got a very high charisma score. But in exchange, right, for taking the cap off the time of the streamer, because I was only going to go for 12 hours, in exchange for that, I arranged with Dennis that not only would he have to join me for the remainder of anything past the 12th hour, right, no matter how long, and it could have gone on forever, it could still be streaming now, technically speaking, if the money kept flowing, 
Not, not only that, he'd have to share the suffering. He also would have to download and use the MP3 codec while making Scrymia River for now unto, unto eternity. The so, worst Dennis, part how's is, that search going here? I, I don't think it's going to work, which means I'm going to have to convert this WAV into an MP3 myself before sending it Why to don't you. you have an MP3? You should have it. Uh, on Windows, which is what I'm on, it says it should have it automatically, but my version of Audacity yeah. just doesn't seem to. So, we'll, I'll troubleshoot it. All right. But this is, uh, it's a, we've scored a great victory. We've scored a great victory because now I don't have to download a file that is approaching a gigabyte mm-hmm. every every week just to get smart edited. Do you know how much time it adds on to my editing time? Two minutes? Uh, maybe like three, but yeah, like it's not, <laughs> it's not nothing. Like that adds up. That adds up. up. What, two? That's, a, that, that's an hour a year. Yeah. You know? I'm just sitting here watching a download. It's way more than an hour a year. It's an hour and a half a year. What's three times 50? 150. That's two and a half hours. Oh my goodness, I thought it was 60. You thought three times 50 was 60. I thought three times 60 was 50. (laughs) What? You thought three times 50 was 60. (laughs) If you times... 50 plus three is almost 60, granted, yes. (laughs) If you times 50, I was rounding down from 52 weeks in a year. To 50, fine. So three times 50 is a 50... 60, yeah, there you go. It's, nah, 50 it, it, plus it, 3 is closer to 60 than 50 times 3 is, man. Yeah, it's fine. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Listen, it's fine. How's that How's that codec coming on? I, I have to finish the recording to figure it out. I don't think I can update right. Audacity. Dude, okay. if I update Audacity and in the middle of this recording and we have to record it again, no episode this week, I can tell you that right now. Yeah, that's probably true. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. A great victory has been scored for uh, for truth and justice around the world. Boo. Um, Boo. Suffer in your jocks. Dennis? Looking forward to receiving, rather than that fat wav, that svelte MP3. A svelte and trim MP3. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be really good. Um, thanks for listening to this dumb show. Uh, make sure you get your questions in for next week. Mm-hmm. Bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord. Scroll down. You'll see the uh, smart uh, submissions uh, channel. And of course, Riley, as everybody knows, next week is going to be another regular episode of the podcast. So we have of that course, to next week, to. episode We've been looking forward to this one. Episode 83. Oh, it's baby. Gonna be another, Here we go. Oh, it's going to be another normal episode. Hell I'm yeah. looking forward to it a lot. Anyway, um, that's it. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Joe Kim Grud. Thank you, Channel Fireball. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>